computer. We'll do it. All right. I don't care. We're going. We're doing it live. Go. Oh, we're good? Yeah. This will be a great dead air time. <laughs> All right. Welcome again to yet another episode of Romancing Our Stones, your male survival guide to media and pop culture. Your girl will likely drag you to. My name is Alex. And my name is Matthew. And today we've got a sneak peek, a meaty episode to go over, Matt. Oh, so, you, you, you prematured on that one, Alex. Yep. Yep. You know how I like to go premature. So <laughs> it's kind of a move. <laughs> It's my brand. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this, uh, we got what? This is episode two of Matt James's season of The Bachelor. Or so, let's be real, is it Victoria season or is it Matt James's season? Yeah, I. We'll get into it, but let's talk about what yes, we're drinking first. She irritates me. Yes. I got a can of White Rascal from Avery Brewing Company. It nice. is a Belgian style white ale 5.6 abv with uh curacao orange peel and coriander and if you haven't, uh, if you haven't tried wine. that before people the white rascals are really good but don't be freaked out because if you get in the bottle you see all the yeast in the bottom just be sure to roll it on its side before you drink it yeah i like belgians so i'm always a fan of belgian oh right. belgian women oh beers okay all right um, a Belgian woman holding Belgian beers. Perfect, okay. you know. I'll introduce her to you. Uh, thank you. I'll be your wingman. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, I'm drinking um, our hazy IPA that we brewed of unknown alcoholic content and unknown bitterness units. You heard a toilet flush in the background. That was my son. <laughs> Um, and uh, it's good. I thought you were very talented like, for a second. Yeah, I'm <laughs> multitasking over here. Um, I gotta tell you though, like I didn't like our beer at first and I'm just being straight up honest. I really like it now. And I think it's a really good hazy. Really? Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm happy. And Do you um, roll that beer too? Cause I know we got some sediment down in the bottom of that one too. I just kind of treat it like a salad and I just drink through it. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, gotcha. you know, I just remember the last person I had a white rascal bottle and I saw the junk in the bottom and I didn't know what it was. So. Yeah, I've, I've had a few of our beers. Um, I The first one, yeah, I wasn't super big fan of, but I had one last night actually, and I was, uh, yeah, I can kind of see what you're saying. kind of grows on you. It is yeah. a beer that you can easily finish, which I'm like, honestly, that's kind of what my only goal is as a very amateur brewer, is can yeah. I finish this beer and still be happy at the end of it? Or do I feel like I have to force my way through it? Yeah. Yeah, we're not, we're not going there. So that's, that's good. It still yeah. crosses our very low threat or my very low threshold. We're getting, bad we're getting bigger, badder, and stronger. I'll tell you that much. Exactly. Um, exactly. So the episode starts out. Do you like the new thing where they show a clip from later in the show at the beginning? Do you like that? It, it was novel in the first episode. And, and it caught me the first time like, oh, did I, do I need to rewind this thing? Right. Yeah. And then it happened again for me on, on the second episode. And I found myself saying, no, they're just doing that whole sneak peek, like clip again, no, you know, clip be, strategy. Well, to be fair, it happened to everybody. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I, 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 I don't know. I just, again, the first time was kind of kitschy, kind of novel. I was like, okay, like that's kind of, oh, it's something different. I'm worried they're going to do this for every single episode this season at this point. Yeah, and I, I don't, it's I don't not, get it. I don't get what, I don't know what show does that, you know, like, 
I, I, it doesn't it doesn't do it for me. What also it doesn't do it for me. There was a 24 second long shower scene in the beginning <laughs> of the show from one minute and four seconds to one minute and 28 seconds. And that came immediately after a Peloton ad again. Yep, um, him riding the bike. Him riding the bike. And literally, I think that is Peloton alone is the reason why they have a hundred times the budget this show because even the the girls hanging out area is a hundred times nicer than La Quinta. The boys yes. are literally in a 30-year-old room with like faded couches, like floral print, and they sat there all day behind a in a goodwill like wooden glass coffee table. And this yes. one was like literally ornate stack stone columns and and cascading like the open air like veranda that opened up to like the rolling foothills it was like insane too like that was like that was like their their door to the outside and it was like this like you know 25 yard by like 18 foot tall (laughs) gaping window for for them to like wait over you know fire pit (laughs) for the date you know for matt to come back but i I just want to know what matt's peloton screen name is because i just want to see if i can beat him is that is that a thing like do you have a screen name oh yeah but you have an account so yeah i, I mean if anybody wants to follow me mine is mets 23 like oh. the new york mets 23 i'm not with a mets an fan hmm? with, with an s, s. yeah m-e-t-s 23 follow do me you on think peloton you can ride harder and longer than a podcaster test yourself with mets 23 yeah What's 23? Challenge tomorrow? accepted. That's my birth date. To February 3rd? <laughs> no, the 23rd. I was, okay. born on, I was born on A23rd. I don't want any, in case you got any super fans, they don't need to know everything about me. Yet. What is your social security number? I know a guy in Africa and he offered me a piece of his fortune. All Are you talking about the Nigerian nice. prince? You know him? <laughs> yeah. Wow. He emailed me too. Oh, wow. I feel less special now. Um, well, we're just men of wealth, so. <laughs> well, um, you know, Brie gets the one-on-one to start, um, and they go ATVing, and yes, um, all the girls walk out and watch. The, you know, like I hate all. I feel like this season has been more producer-driven than any season I've seen so far. You know, <laughs> from Victoria and her antics, and and like. You have the date where they go on the ATV and all the girls come out and be like, oh my gosh, she's putting on her helmet. I'm so jealous. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I love I love Victoria. I don't know if you got her. She goes, I'm not jealous. I just want that. I'm like, that's jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria drives me nuts. But like, I just, I love, I was like, I like, I have to remember that quote when she's like, I'm not saying I'm jealous or anything. I just want that. It's like, oh, again going back to Bennett like like, it's like talking to a 14 year old (laughs) I I mean she literally she's supposed to be 28 she I mean she it's like you talk about boiling a frog you know like you know you like the villains who kind of emerge you know like after three episodes but she Mm -hmm. did it right out the gate when she said the queen is here bitches and like there's such a distaste in her mouth and her actions are so ridiculous it's like i'm just jumping out of the pot because it's already boiling like i'm not like so any any second that she stays there you know i feel like it's all producer driven because you saw his face when he was taking a picture with her yes i I was like i want to talk about that on this episode because 
he looks like he is not feeling it at all. But then later that night validates her for being bold, right? But when you look at you look when you look at when she was sitting standing next to him for the photo shoot, dude was not having fun. No, he, he smiled once and it was literally for the camera. <laughs> like, uh, we'll get we'll get to that. But I, I I just I mean like she says she's not here to make friends. Like when does that ever work? You know, like in in life. Yeah, it's like you're in a situation where you have to cohabitate with people or work with people. Like just be just be yeah. chill. And at her level too, I'm thinking like, you know, 28, your friends start getting married, they start having kids, things start happening where you're still single, your friend group starts to get a little bit smaller. And maybe it's a time to actually say, you know, hey, these girls are all having a similar experience as I am. Maybe there's a couple of really cool girls out here that maybe we could take this beyond this competition and I can still be tight with. Who knows, right? Yeah, you have like a one in 32 chance of winning. Yeah, I feel like most of these girls actually go that route. Like, she's really cool. When all is said and done, no matter what happens, like, I've got her number. Like, we're gonna we're texting. We're gonna stay in touch, right? Like, yeah, she's, she's, she's not playing any past contestants. Like, they're all hanging out, watching the shows together. Well, like the Bachelor Alumni Network has got to be huge because of that too. They just think, have... of the, just think of the networking you could do in that. Yeah, exactly. So who's got a relation with uh, Tommy John underwear? I do. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, I like to model her underwear or do a spot here. Like, you know, this, they're all there for that. I mean, there used to be an era when Instagram influencer wasn't a thing. And, uh, you know, people would go to the show and go back to their normal lives. But yes, so the series even like, even like Matt James, opinion. like if this doesn't work out, you know, like his, his sales commercial real estate job would probably be pretty substantial as well. So yeah, well, not only that, but he'll do modeling on the side on weekends and, and probably match his commercial real estate business. <laughs> no joke. I mean, he did you see him with a shirt off? Did you catch that? So uh, we had, I paused it. I paused it, Matt. We had three minutes and 30 seconds of shirtless Matt this episode. Yes, I timed it. Um, I just wish I'd get three minutes and 30 seconds of, time of shirtless Matt with you during our podcast, but yeah. Dreamers can dream, but... Well, hold on a second. <laughs> Baby, when the lights go out. Okay. Um, but I, so let's let's go over this first. Let's go over this first one-on-one. Bree gets the first one-on-one. And then they ATV, and she has issues with the clutch to start out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I love, she goes, she goes, I wore my worst outfit today. <laughs> and I, and I, which comes back to the question, why do you bring a quote-unquote worst outfit? Well, apparently you're going to get dirty this season. I don't care who you are. Um, yeah. You're going to get dirty of one way or the other. Um, the OATV, and he was behind, she was behind him. And if you looked before he flipped her, um, he was like spotless. And she had all of his tire, like, like. Tread fling. Flinging, tread fling all <laughs> over her. She was just like speckled. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And he's like pristine. Like <laughs> I laughed at. And then he flips her and then they land in a cuddly position. Yes. I thought. That was interesting too. So I, I thought it was a little charming, but no, they, they stopped it when they flipped it and they said cuddle her, and then they ran back with their cameras and they ran they ran up again like they were concerned. Once they were recording, yeah. Wasn't that weird though? They were in a cuddling position, like he was facing her and their yeah. legs were intertwined. Yeah. And they made it seem like they just ran up from the flip. They, they yeah, they fell off that way. <laughs> so he had to have he had to have one eightied in that in that whole span of the flip. So uh, it was impressive. And then he cut wood 
and you taught me how to cut wood. Is that how you do it? Because don't you just stick the blade into the wood and then you swing the blade with the wood? I mean, you don't just try and like karate chop through the whole thing, do you? I was wondering when I was watching, I knew I was going to talk to you. Well, and it's funny because my wife would be dying right now because I was like, what is he doing? (laughs) (laughs) So I just love that you brought this up. She'd be dying right now if she's listening to this. But um, what a couple of things, there are a couple of things wrong with this whole scenario. One, he chopped one piece of wood. And he took so, his shirt off. Like, he took his shirt off to do it. It's dangerous. Yes, yes. Also, I don't know if you saw that handle on that axe. That was a very short axe. It's like a hatchet. It's more of a hatchet, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so you, would need to, there, you would need to sink the blade into the wood first with a hatchet rather than do a full... Like, which something tells job. me it was prepped. Something tells me the wood piece was prepped. But even if he did have the strength to swing down once and hit it, Again, like you said, it's a short handle. The odds and the way he was the way he was standing, if he had missed that thing entirely, that axe would have gone right into his thigh. And then you'd have a whole other slew of problems for the production crew. What a plot but, twist that would be. Right? So yeah, so take his shirt off, extremely dangerous. No, no protective eye goggles, no gloves. Yeah, like, very gloves very dangerous. Yes, this is this is not approved by, you know, any woodchoppers association. Okay. So no eye protection, no gloves, shirtless. He's exposed. Poor stance. Too short of a handle. Too small of an axe to cut a piece of wood. And, and he went from, over oh, his yeah. shoulder and swung down on a piece of wood that was just standing on its own. I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many things wrong with this. Um, yes, yes. And, and, and for those that don't know, when you're chopping a bunch of wood for a camping trip or something, or if you're going to wood fire your spa for the next couple hours, you, like Matt said, you drive the head of the axe or the blade of the axe into the wood a little bit kind of tap it in further by lifting the, the axe up and down and you're and then you take one big swing down on it and it will split it that's the safe way to do it without trying to go full like tomahawk chop on it like matt did but yeah. it's uh yeah I, I was i was like i was fuming and i was like my my ocd was just going my radar was going off so hard <laughs> Well, it's funny because I, I was literally thinking the same thing. I was watching. I'm like, oh, this is not how Alex taught me. Um, and you know, no gloves, no. So it was pretty funny that you, you, I, that you picked up on that too. The, the new dad me went off and was like, this is so irresponsible. <laughs> I will never teach my son to chop wood this way. Those instincts kick in all of a sudden. Well, there's so many things that could have gone wrong. So many things could have gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um. Then apparently, everyone in the show had a mother that raised them by themselves with an absent father. Um, they instantly bond. Um, and uh-huh. then she gets the rose and then fireworks go off and the firework budget was larger than Tasha's season. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I got to say one thing though, and I don't know if you caught this because my wife caught it and she asked the question. And then when I saw it again, I'm like, oh yeah, that is weird. Brie wears her sweater across her chest like in a seatbelt type of like angle. Did you see that? Rather than around her waist or something? Yeah, rather than like around her waist, she like had the arms wrapped around her, her body in a way that it was like, it resembled like a seatbelt type of like angle, like, you know, 45 degree angle across her body. And it was tied in between, you know, the arms are tied together, like around her chest. And I was kind of like, is that, I don't know, girls, please like write to us if that's fashion cool cool well, but like just let us know because i was very confused on that 
I'm confused about fashion because our boy Franco came back and he took his dye from his pink shoes and apparently dyed his entire suit with suit. the same dye. Um, I mean, he looked like he was uh, purple nurple um, out there. And um, I don't know, for, there's two things I have issues with this date. First off, it was not raining on Matt. And all those girls had umbrellas and they were standing in the rain and Matt was standing up with Franco and neither of them had umbrellas and neither of them were getting rained on, but the girls were just literally getting poured on. So I wonder if they were literally standing in the rain and they had a cover over Matt the entire time. Or, Secondly, was or what? I was like, or here, here's what could have happened. They waited out the rain. So when they're filming all the girls walking up, they're all in torrential downpour and then by the time it cleared up go, okay let's actually start filming this they might have waited like an hour or so to wait out the rain that that oh well interesting i like the whole they just take care of matt angle better um <laughs> there's a then, giant like there's a giant screen that's covering him the second thing that bothered me was that franco can't take a damn picture that's in focus like yes every single picture they showed of franco's was just a blurry mess yeah. And I think that's just his style, I guess. Um, well, but, it um, totally matched his style when he was walking in the woods during like, the paint war. So, because it, it's the exact same slurry of colors <laughs> blurred together because he's not focusing the camera at all. I don't, I don't know. And literally, how many animals had to die to make Franco's coat? I mean, that's. Yes. Thing... See that fur coat? Or it wasn't fur, it was feathers. It was, a, it was somehow, I don't know, it was quail or it was a dove quail? or what. I don't, it might have been a pheasant. I could have pheasant. If it was quail, that's like 1,200 quail. Yes. A lot of birds died for his fashion statement. And, so. I, and, I, and I thought to myself, I was sitting there thinking to myself, I wonder if he's a vegan. Because, you know, like, or a vegetarian, or like someone like it's involved in PETA yet wears this ridiculous feather jacket. He, he's an ovo vegetarian, meaning he eats eggs and he only eats quail eggs. <laughs> If he would have just fell off a cliff, he would have just kept gliding to safety. Like, I mean, he had so many feathers. <laughs> he would have taken flight. <laughs> yeah, he would have just flown to safety. Um, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, so then they go down. Well, I mean, Victoria interrupts someone's picture. And this is where this is where I feel like it's so producery because it's kind of like, you know, like it's not that hard to wait in line. Yeah, um, she walks in between the line of sight between royal wedding, royal wedding, like royal wedding. Did you forget about the royal wedding? And then Matt's face was just like, "Oh gosh, just take the damn picture." Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, it. I don't like her. I don't believe her. She's very much a valley girl, which drives me nuts. Um, and uh, I don't, I, I just, she's so fake, man. I, I hate it. Well, yeah. I, I don't know if it's necessarily, like, I mean, yes, it's fake, but I think it's, it's largely predicated on a mountain of insecurity. Because did you see her reactions to when she didn't get the one, or she didn't get the rose from that date, and she didn't get validated by him? She gets, she was, I mean, you want to see somebody who looked very not, not comfortable? She was. I think she oh. has some major insecurity issues and when any part of that gets confirmed in any way shape or form it's no bueno like she i think she's got some major insecurity issues that cause her to be this put forth this queen victoria persona and i think it's going to crumble i think it's going to crack if she stays around 
I, I was I was hoping she got voted off this time around, but we have to wait to see that validate her boldness. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it's all if she stays is completely producer deal. I mean, she like when she kisses him, she damn near tries to like catch both earlobes with her upper and lower jaw when she's like trying to kiss him. She's trying and I go at him like that. Um, <laughs> and uh, for something I noted was Jacinia is getting a lot of airtime too. Mm-hmm. So I think she may go farther than people think. But I sent you that picture of her today and she's wearing uh, Jack Purcell Converse shoes with two levels of soles on them. She has a one inch lift on her Converse. I've never seen anything like it before. We'll post it on our Instagram. It, it, it was... It was so steep. It reminded me of when those people have like one leg shorter than the other and they have one shoe that's like med- medically like built to help them stay at the same height and not mess with their hips. It like legit looked like that. And if she has that, Alex apologizes. Well, she um, does. At least, at least, it's, at least, it's, <laughs> at least it's, there's a reason why that's the case. But um, if it's not, and here's the thing, I've seen a lot of girls just walking around town that are wearing these shoes with these thick soles again. Like the whole platform thing is back in. It just yeah. doesn't look like the old platform from the '90s anymore. It's no, like it's this new like style. Like Doc Martens or Rock, Rocket Dogs or anything it, like that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, she was pretty funny though because she said at one point she's like infidelity. She's like, I'm so scared about infidelity, and Matt's like, infidelity is not something I'll put you through. Excuse me while I go kiss these other girls. <laughs> now, if you don't mind, they got 14 other girls I'm kissing tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, I get what he's saying, but it's like, wait yes. until you commit to her before you tell her you won't do, inf- you won't be in, yeah, no infidelity between you. Yeah. Um, then they played this stupid ass capture the heart thing. In, I didn't, they didn't explain the rules. The only rule is that there was no rules, but I'm assuming if you get hit with the paint, you have to go back and reset. I have no idea because all, all I see is that they were cracking jokes that the referee was just sitting on a cigarette break, basically, not enforcing anything. It was, I think it was the cold bath expert, to be honest with you. I think it was Big Polly just sitting there uh, <laughs> thinking about. He Ivan's reprises Nussack. his role of yeah, useless, Ivan, of useless plug. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just sitting there not doing anything. Um, I loved how MJ made, went for the win. I thought that was cool. She was just like, you know, everyone was distracted. Yeah, I don't know why like, she didn't get MVP. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. But yeah, I, I, and like you said, I, I don't understand what the whole premise of it was. It was kind of a capture of the flag, but they were just like attacking each other. I think that's when she was like, I can run directly across and just grab the damn thing. <laughs> I think that's what she did. <laughs> and then they had the most, so what's, what's the generation after millennial? Why? Are these people millennial? No, not Gen Y. The Gen, Gen Z's? Gen Z. It might be Gen Z, yeah. Are these girls when does when does millennial end? What age? Uh regardless. 90, 92, 90, I want to say. I think it's 94. Is it 94? Okay. I want to say 92, but so 25-year-olds and you went under. So most of these girls are Gen Zers. There was the most Gen Z statement ever made is this girl on the losing team said, We deserve to win the game. Like <laughs> No, bitch, you have to win. You have to, win. you have to bring the heart to your heart to win. You lost. <laughs> you lost. You don't deserve shit. Um, <laughs> don't tell me like you're really upset because you deserve to win and you played harder. Doesn't matter. Yeah. How many how many points are on the scoreboard and or who did what was necessary to win? I just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, oh. I deserved his heart. Yeah, but he didn't pick you. So 
what do you do? You're gonna come back? That, apparently, I I can't wait for people to come back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting uh, for these girls to show up. They they tease that they're gonna bring some new girls and they just kind of pop up as as contestants. I think yeah. I think the last season they must have had a lot of chatter across the Twitter sphere or something that this season they're like, you know what, we're gonna do the same damn thing from that season and create yeah. extra drama. And so we'll see. I mean, I, I don't like that new formula. I don't like new people showing up. I like, like, give me the, well, especially because I'm coming from the com, uh, fantasy league commissioner standpoint where it's like, what do I do if a new player comes in? How can people pick her up? If she, yeah, like, I don't like that. That's Nick Vial that started that. So, you know, mm. thanks, Nick. Um, yeah. Nick's the then Victoria, Victoria sat down with Matt after the group date win, during the group date after the win. She's like, I had security insecurities too, you know. I have insecurities. Like I thought I looked fat the first night, and then he's like, "Oh, you didn't look fat." Okay. Oh my gosh, I totally opened up to him. I totally opened up to him. I'm like, "Oh, Queen Victoria, Queen Victoria." Yeah. 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 I don't. I, I, don't do, I do have to say, I did like how she asked him for a kiss, though. I did. I did thought. I was she like, asked for permission. Yeah. No. Or she like she he was walking away. She said, "Can I have a kiss?" I'm like, "Okay, that's that's bold." You know, yeah. like that that's that's a, a good move. Um, mm-hmm. then Lauren gets the group date rose for God knows why. Cause she said that something about religion. I forget what she said about religion. Well that's that's his that's his girl from North Carolina, right? No, that's Kaylee. Yeah. Oh, that's Kaylee? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought okay, I thought she was the one from North Carolina. Okay. Well yeah, they yeah, they're talking about, you know, religious backgrounds. They were talking about I, I wanna say she probably just had one of the more real conversations with him that night. Other than I have insecurities too. I thought I was fat the first night. I looked fat. Fishing, for, fishing for compliments, you know. So, uh, but uh, I, I want to get I want to get into the Sarah and Matt one on one. So the one and a half afterwards. We're I don't know, unless unless you want to go you know, cover something from the group. The group no, day kind of thought was kind of. I was about to pivot to Lauren gets a group day rose, and then Sarah gets the second one on one. Yeah. They go on a plane. I want to point out that the plane pilot was not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Very disappointed about that. Think of all the people he could have crop dusted down there. Um, <laughs> uh, then they talk about <laughs> emergency contacts, you know, and um, I said that was a real thing. Will the person that you put down as an emergency contact save your life or amputate your leg for no reason? Um, something that you need to consider when you're putting down your emergency contacts which is exactly why Matt didn't put me down as his emergency contact. I'm like, what limb do we have to lose, Doc? Nothing. It's just a cold. <laughs> no, t- just give it to me straight. Do, are we cutting off the right hand or the left hand? What are we doing? Oh my gosh, a complete castration. I understand, Doctor. <laughs> no, no, he's just got a really bad flu. <laughs> no, I'm saying he's suffering frustration. Oh, castration, I'm in. I sign off on it. <laughs> I'll, I'll give him the news. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to him. I'll let him down easy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, Doc. I got you. Um, but Sarah wouldn't share the information about her family and it was super awkward. And then yes. they go to dinner and I really think they're pumping questions to him beforehand or during the dinner just to know the certain pressure point questions to force her to work out because they know her backstory. Which do you think do you think that they you think that Matt's got a little ear earpiece in on the side that we can't see his ear? I do think so. And they go ask ask her about her dad again. 
Yeah. Ask her if her favorite player is Lou Gehrig. Oh no. <laughs> although, although when she said he has Lou Gehrig's disease, which is made famous by, and then she said some Stephen Hawking, and I'm like, well, why don't we just go with Lou Gehrig? I mean, like you know. the famous baseball player, the famous New York Yankee that got it. Yeah. That's and who's, who's named after it. <laughs> So I was just like, like <laughs> made famous. Well, also it's like since when since when did diseases become made famous by? <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't. Are, know they, are they are they song covers? <laughs> like oh, this song was not a very popular song until it was made famous by this by this artist. Like but literally, like, it's like you know, like this is the Babe Ruth MVP award made famous by Barry Bonds. It's like <laughs> everyone knows who Babe Ruth. Everyone knows who Babe Ruth is. <laughs> I did not pick up on that when we watched that. I'm so glad you brought that up because I'm dying right now. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick because ALS is a real, a real thing. And we did that. We all did the ice bucket challenge. I donated over a couple hundred dollars towards that. To, uh, to, be, fair, to be fair, to be fair, she did know. suffering from ALS. And there's a great movie about him. Um, oh, really? You talk, I'll tell you about it. No, I was just saying, I'll, I'll give her credit for this. She actually explained it to him in case he wasn't aware of what it was. She says ALS or otherwise known as Lou Gehrig's disease. So, you know, she, she knows her stuff. And honestly, like, I want to give her credit for dropping everything to take care of her dad. Yeah. I don't know if mom's in the picture or what. Maybe mom, maybe mom's got a great job and, and that's allowing for a lot of the, you know, medical visits and doctor visits and allowing her to, to put her career on halt, really. Um, but I mean, I think it's admirable because think about it, she, at her age, She's missing, she's missing important time to build her career, whatever she was pursuing. She's a reporter. Well, she's a reporter. That's right. So, um, I mean, I, 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 that's a lot. I don't know if I could do that. If you, know? you guys want to see an amazing documentary on ALS, watch Gleason. That's G-L-E-A-S-O-N. It's uh, on Amazon Prime Video right now. 96% of the Rotten Tomatoes. It's about the Saints player that got ALS, and oh, he actually, yeah. when he got diagnosed, he started videotaping his life. It's 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 one of the most moving mo- movies I've seen. So, um, you know, yeah. I I donated to the Steve Gleason project because of that. Um, and <laughs> I didn't notice it during the show, but um, <laughs> I talk about what we saw via the Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, sphere. <laughs> yeah, you sent it to me. <laughs> I gave you proper credit that time. Um, Literally, I'll send Alex something on Instagram and he'll send me the same thing 20 minutes later and say, have you seen this? I'm like, I literally just sent it to you. So Alex sent this one to me. I'll give him credit where credit's due. I've become he, guilty. He went in, he went in, Matt and her start kissing and then he pulls back and his nose is just- Covered in foundation. Covered in blanched white foundation. And it's really funny. If you haven't seen it yet, go back and watch that because, uh, you know- that happens sometimes when you kiss girls that are wearing a lot of makeup is that sometimes it comes off, you know. Yeah, the best part is though, like with those girls, like since he's dark skin, since he's mulatto, that's always going to show up on him. It's not like a white guy kissing a white girl coming back and you can't notice it because they're both white. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be very interesting to see how many times that actually happens on the series. <laughs> it, it does happen. I've been on a date once wearing a white shirt and then this is like an became a tan shirt. It became a it became a tan shirt. Yeah. Um, can I can I just say one of my favorite quotes of the whole episode was when Matt goes, "Have you ever been in a biplane before?" 
And she says, not one this this small. <laughs> and I'm like, sweetheart, he said biplane. <laughs> and then she said, is this the first plane ever made? I thought that was funny. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, like, don't get me wrong. I love Sarah. I think she's fantastic. And she's got so far the best quotes right now coming out of any of the girls. So I'm, I'm a big Sarah fan. She's hilarious. She, she did. So... Then she got the rose. Then they have a group or the cocktail party. Um, Abby says that she's going to grab her ear to blow kisses. Um, it was cute, I guess. Um, well, I think it's smart. I think it's smart because she's differentiating herself again. And yeah. she can't, and think, think about this too. What all of these girls struggle with is validation. Mm-hmm. And until the moment that they receive that rose, they're emotional wrecks because they don't know if they're being validated. So she's now got a trigger that she can pull to get that immediate gratification. Think about that. I would abuse that if I were her. I would just be grabbing my ear the entire time. Like he like walks by with another girl, be like pulling on his ear and like look at him like all angrily like to do it back. Um, there's a person that would need it. Mary Lynn would need to do that because she was a huge red flag, super weepy, super needy. Mm-hmm. So Matt apparently grabbed an orchid from the hallway of the of the of the hotel and said, "Here you go." And she was all, "Yeah." And then Victoria got in a fight with her, got mad at her all for what no reason. And, well, and that's why I'm saying like she's super insecure because she sees that she like he drops a flower off for her and you, they show her face and she's just like mortified. And then that's when she decides to stir up drama and be like. She said bad things about me. And and it's like, she, what? She, I mean, Victoria tried the I'm not here to make friends approach. Then she went to the snitching approach. I mean, I don't know what her well, game and, plan was. And early in the episode when she's talking trash on all the other girls and trying to seem how tough, who's she talking to? One of the producers in front of all the other girls. I'm like, like, like you said, like, is this a, is this the production? Of, are they just like paying for, are they paying her per like, her irritation like what like i don't understand this the whole thing's like a walking oxymoron she's like i don't care how we get along i hate y'all like i'm here for him and then she's like everyone's so mean to me like, yeah. why would they be nice to you yeah um she's giving them no reason to but she goes full pork press on marilyn um and how toxic marilyn is and um i thought marilyn approach trying to approach her and have a conversation and sit next to her was a very very mature. I know I gave her red flag issues. I wrote down red flags earlier that I said she's very well-spoken and tried to have an empathetic conversation saying like, I'm sorry that you feel that. And for like people like Victoria, it's kind of like, fuck you. Like, mm-hmm. don't, don't try and be like, don't try and get on their level because they're just trying to, what does Abraham Lincoln say? Never argue with a fool because they'll drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. Yeah. You know, like, don't, yeah. don't do that. I mean, and I know she was trying to do empathetic speech and she was doing a chapter from fierce conversations but mm-hmm. that wasn't necessary well it's like in, in that same spirit i was thinking about the quote like don't don't go wrestling with a pig in the mud the only you know you guys both get dirty and the only difference is the pig likes it <laughs> it's like that's that's exactly what like, like don't get down to victoria's level because she like that's sport for her right mm-hmm. and it's like just don't play her game stay above it and then victoria's like she needs to go because i hate her and it's like yeah yes uh, well, and i kind of i kind of shot back for a second too because i'm thinking that's a strong word to say like you hate them like you don't know them yeah like it's one thing to be like all right i'm not their biggest uh, you know they're not my biggest fan right i'm not their biggest fan but like i, I don't know i just feel like 
hates a strong word these days. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, that kind of was like, wow. Okay. Victoria. Okay. Um, <laughs> she's, she's a very not, she's not a very admirable character this season. We'll say that. No. Much. Um, and then Sarah apparently didn't drink enough water or she was standing lock kneed. I was lock kneed. Yeah. Uh, if you've never been in a wedding before, just bend your knees when you're up there if you're in the wedding party. Um, otherwise you'll pass out like she did. Um, but you know they're standing there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the episode. This is Romancing Our Stones. And after every episode, we give each uh, each episode a stones rating out of four stones. We each have two stones to give. Naturally. Zero stones means an act of castration is preferable to watching this episode. Two stones means, you know what? I could liked it. Um, Alex, where are you at? I thought it was an entertaining episode. And I think we saw some insights into some of the girls and some of the uh, front runners. And I think girls that'll go long in this competition. Um, I'm going to give it two stones. Okay. On my meaty scale, I'm going to give this a beef Wellington. So, <laughs> because it's a delicious meal, very meaty, little bread wrapped around it. It's delicious. Don't worry. You should try it sometime. I mean, and, I, I tried beef Wellington. This is the third time you've used beef Wellington on your meaty scale. No, it's not. I've used beef Wellington once, and it's tonight. That uh, check the check I, the record. Okay, guarantee I've never used beef Wellington. I'm guaranteeing. We'll check the tape. I guarantee you this is the third time. <laughs> we'll check the tape. It's a great way to summarize the episode. I personally will give it one stone. And the okay. reason why I'm giving it one stone is that I feel it's super fabricated. And mm-hmm. I know this show is, so don't don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah. I was very not interested in Brie. Um, the, the group date provided zero value to me. Um, Victoria's over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah, I mean, I like Sarah. Um, but she's not super compelling. She doesn't have a lot of depth from what I saw. And I just thought like the girls that were highlighted through these episodes didn't really make me interested. So like, kind of I was, for them, yeah, yeah. I was looking forward to just conversations between him and one girl because I'm like, oh, cool, I can zone out. Like, because I don't have to take notes on this because they're going to talk about, I love my family. I love my family. I love, I love life. I love life. So I was like, I was kind of like, and then like, the, even all the drama at the end with like Victoria and Marilyn and passing out, like passing out wasn't even a good cliffhanger. No. The poor girl wasn't bending her knees. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, so I'll give it one stone because there was some aspects of it that made me laugh. And, um, you know, Franco's always enjoyable. Um, uh, see, I, I like the level of conversation that Matt was having because it's a bit deeper than we've heard from Bachelors in the past. And maybe just my bar has become so low that maybe that's why I gave it, I gave this two stones. But um, one of the things I thought it was pretty juicy and possible insight before, Matt asked Sarah specifically he's, what he needs to do to be the, the man that she needs him to be. And he's I'm like, a great, he's a great dude. I mean, he like, is a great I, dude. I, I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I just think that like that's translating into, in my opinion, better one-on-one conversations. Like, and I thought, I thought their conversation in the hot tub with him and Bree was actually pretty deep too. And I feel like not not deep, I should say that, but just actually had some content, right? They actually no, talked it, it about did. Some stuff. I mean, it, I mean, I'm not saying that it wasn't 
wasn't deep. I'm just saying that, you know, like, for me personally, I was kind of like, eh. Yeah. Then maybe it's because the Bachelorette was too close to this one. I mean, it's really like we're like, we're maybe like, you're just we're, we're maybe I got Bachelor fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. But I think he's great, and I think there are good girls in there. It's just I feel like the girls that went on these dates weren't very compelling because they mm-hmm. focus way too much on Victoria. I think Sarah is very one-dimensional, and I mm-hmm. think that um, Bree's story is so similar to his. It's kind of like again, I thought that was like producer led as well. Yeah. You know, like, and that I'm might saying. be, and that might be a lot of it too. Part because I can understand what you're saying about the bachelor fatigue because it does come down to the whole like, okay, well we know they're keeping Victoria around. You know they're they're poking and prodding her into the action. You know, like yeah, and yeah. So I mean, and there is there are elements where like yeah, okay, here's the you know here's the production value coming in. Okay, like we got it. Like so, but yeah, I'm I'm actually I, I'm so far I'm still very, it's still very refreshing to see oh, yeah. that. He's Matt, way different. Matt's refreshing and his abs are so well chiseled. Yes. So, I mean, what? Um, anyway, <laughs> Three Stones, and it's a beef Wellington of an episode. Um, First time ever. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at RO Stones Guys, on Twitter at RO Stones Guys, on YouTube at RO Stones Guys, um, on Facebook. Just kidding, we don't have one. Um, don't forget to match or partner up or i don't know what they call it on peloton with alex at mets 23 think you can ride harder than him think you can sweat more than him is your ride gonna be a beef wellington or is it gonna be a nice italian sandwich or spam you have to ride to find out um yeah, sure. <laughs> if you want to be on the show let us know slide into our dms we'd love to have uh guest as you heard last episode i forked over the zoom money so we have that ability for a while and uh we'd love to have you so uh thanks for listening we'll talk to you soon you can say bye bye